Lecture topic. Preparation for Ramadan. شهر رمضان الذي أنزل فيه القرآن هدى للناس وبينات من الهدى والفرقان وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم بارك لنا في رجب وشعبا وبلغنا رمضان وكما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم This is a standard thing with us, we all understand this and we act accordingly. That according to whatever occasion, that's the kind of preparation. And likewise, whatever might be the importance of some task, and accordingly one prepares for it. And anything in life for that matter, depending on what is the level of importance or what it might entail, what you want to get out of it, and accordingly is the preparation for it. If a person is going to meet some friends just on a social visit, so no preparation for it. He jumps in his car and he goes to the venue where he's going to be meeting his friends. He's very casual. He has no concern on his mind as such that now I'm going to this gathering and what I have to do to be there in advance, etc. He goes, he goes 10 minutes late to, it doesn't matter to him. He's going for a social visit. But if somebody is going for a very important business meeting where he has to try and secure a deal and get somebody to now buy into what he is presenting and offering and if this is going to be a very huge benefit to him if he goes through so now there's a lot of preparation in advance there's a lot of thinking that goes into it and then the person is making dua so that this goes well and there's a lot of concern in his mind and then this meeting might be starting at 10 o'clock he's there from 9 o'clock or half past 9 at the latest because he doesn't want to ever risk being late for it and all the other things that go along. Why? Because this is a very important meeting. It's a very crucial meeting. If this goes well, then it can maybe earn him a huge profit. So according to the situation, the person prepares accordingly. So the person going to such an important business meeting doesn't just jump in his car and just go and see, okay, let's see how it goes, what happens. Likewise, the person preparing to go to for a small something to Durban, so he will prepare maybe half an hour in advance. But somebody being for Hajj, person going for Hajj, if he's already been selected to go for Hajj, his anticipation is building from now. Excitement and enthusiasm is growing. Some levels of preparation have started. Many a person, mashallah, have got already accredited for Hajj, so they have been calling in that what do I do to prepare myself spiritually for this very great and Mubarak journey. Alhamdulillah, summa alhamdulillah. So that preparation for Hajj has commenced. 
So likewise, like everything else, there's a preparation for it. There's a very, very great month that is approaching us, and Nabi Karim Salaam has taught us to prepare for it. There's a mental preparation, then there's physical preparation, and who can be closer to Allah Ta'ala than Nabi Karim Salaam? And he was the Mahbub of Allah Ta'ala, Habibullah, the most beloved of Allah Ta'ala, Ma'asum and sinless, the greatest of all the Anbiya and yet he is preparing for Ramadan. He is preparing for Ramadan how? What is he taught us with dua? And two months in advance, when the moon of Rajab was sighted, Nabi Karim Sassim used to recite the dua, Allahumma barik lana fi Rajabi wa Sha'ban. Allah grant us barakah in the months of Rajab and Sha'ban. And wabal nirna Ramadan. Ya Allah, take us forth to the month of Ramadan. We already just two months away, so short time away, we don't want to miss out on this. So if our time is ticking, at least let us see the month of Ramadan too. So now this was the eagerness that Nabi Karim Salaam showed for the month of Ramadan, being the most beloved of Allah Ta'ala, the closest to Allah Ta'ala, Ba'adas Khuda Buzruk to Iqissa Mukhtasar, after Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala, the rank is of none other than Nabi Karim Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. But yet this level of enthusiasm, because the greatness of the Mubarak month was known to him, in a way that we can't imagine. So likewise, was his enthusiasm and his preparation for it. For example, among the preparations for Ramadan, Sayyidah Aisha Radhi says, I never saw Nabi Karim Sallallahu fast in a month as much as he fasted in the month of Sha'ban, apart from Ramadan obviously. But Ramadan is first, but apart from Ramadan in the rest of the eleven months of the year, I never saw him fast so, so often and so many days like in the month of Sha'ban. Now why Sha'ban specifically? That Sha'ban was meant to be the preparation for Ramadan. Out of preparation for Ramadan, Nabi Karim Sallallahu was fasting excessively in Shaban. So now the question comes that when Nabi Karim Sallallahu highlighted that this is such a great month that it requires such advanced preparation, mental preparation, preparation on this level of even fasting some days in Shaban, and the preparation with dua, Allahumma sallimna li Ramadan, وَسَلِّمْ رَمَضَانَ لِي وَسَلِّمْ هُلِي مُتَقَبَّلًا اللهم سَلِّمْنِي لِرَمَضَانَ Nabi Karim Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam taught us Ya Allah you preserve me for Ramadan that I want to be present in this Mubarak month and then preserve me sometimes the month of Ramadan comes but the person is gone beforehand so then he's obviously got no opportunity for it Ya Allah keep me around till then وَسَلِّمْ رَمَضَانَ لِي Allah preserve the month of Ramadan for me. Preserve me for Ramadan, one is by sleeping around. The other is also, Ya Allah bless me with good health. Person is present in the month of Ramadan, but he is so ill, etc. He can not exert himself in any amal. He is lying flat out. So, mashallah, he is present in the month of Ramadan, but he is unable to fast because of extreme illness, because of whatever, he can't even make it to the masjid for salah. Ya Allah, you give me good health so I can be present for Ramadan and I can also be able to do what is the best in Ramadan. 
And then you have to preserve Ramadan for me. Sometimes a person is fit, is healthy, Ramadan is there. But the coffee from the side of Allah Ta'ala didn't come because of something that held him back. He placed barriers in the way. So mashallah the Mubarak month is with him. He is healthy and fit, but his time is all wasted somewhere. Allah forbid some person didn't even fast. Or somebody kept the fast, but kept the fast together with all our sins. So mashallah the fast he kept excellent, but then the reward of that was destroyed with the sins. So Ya Allah, you give me the tawfiq in the month of Ramadan that I maximize ibadat and the month of Ramadan becomes a changing moment in my life. And the most important aspect that the purpose and the object of Ramadan that to acquire taqwa, that I become conscious of Allah Ta'ala every moment of my life, not just confined to the month of Ramadan. Ya Allah, I must achieve that. Dua for that long in advance. Allahumma sallimni li Ramadan wa sallim Ramadan ali and then Ya Allah wa sallim huni mutakabbala ya Allah you accept the dua one is it gets done something is done but then the concern is it must get accepted on Tabi'i Mu'allah bin Asad rahimahullah he mentions about the Sahaba Iran what was their approach with regards to the month of Ramadan now we are already in this month of Shaban it's fast moving we are almost halfway there and very soon before we know it, we'll already be in Ramadan. And then it's like the person going for Hajj, he decided to start preparing the day before the flight takes off. He's going to most likely miss the flight. Because maybe he'll discover now that his passport is expired. He'll discover something else is not in order. He doesn't have some paperwork ready. Or something or the other is, he just can't get ready. Because now he decided to start preparing one day in advance. I can imagine the person who starts preparing the flight is at 10 o'clock, you want to prepare at 9 o'clock. There's no way he's going to make it. So likewise, the Sahaba al-Kiram understood what is this Mubarak month of Ramadan. Now, we passed so many days already from Rajab. What preparations have we made mentally, some way or the other, some amal. The Sahaba al-Kiram, what he mentions about them, he says they would prepare six months in advance in anticipation of Ramadan. Six months in advance. And after the month of Ramadan passed, then for six months they would be constantly making dua to Allah Ta'ala, Ya Allah, please accept it. Whatever with your tawfiq was done, but it was such a great opportunity and we didn't maximize, we didn't manage to do what could have been done or should have been done. Whatever was done, the quality of it was so, Ya Allah, you accept it. So it was such a special thing for them that it was something prepared for so long before and together with that, thereafter, so much of concern must get accepted. So we are fast moving towards the Mubarak month. And if we start preparing even now, inshallah, we can maximize a lot. But if we let this time pass, then well, Ramadan is coming. It's like a person getting married. So he says, well, I'm going to get married. Three weeks time, I'm getting married. He started nothing. But the day before the Nikah now, the Nikah is after Isha. So now, after Maghrib now, he's going to start preparing. Now he's going to look for the moon now. The moon will be sighted now. If the moon is sighted, Ramadan starts. So now he's deciding to prepare for his nikah. Have we ever heard something like this? Somebody preparing for his nikah two, two hours in advance. So likewise, everything has its preparation. 
and depending on the extent of importance in the heart, there is that much of anticipation for it. The excitement builds up accordingly. On small holiday around the corner, the excitement builds up in advance. And Allah forbid sometimes the holiday is in a haram venue. But now for that haram, the person is getting excited. And for the haram, is preparing in advance. And for the haram, is double checking his booking is in order. He's checking if his booking to Jahannam is in place. If that place is haram, or that whatever is going to be involved in there is haram, is like double checking and making sure my ticket to Jahannam has been booked. Allah Ta'ala save us. So for trivial things and small little things, the excitement starts building up in advance, and the anticipation is there, and there's preparation for it. But the month of Ramadan, when Nabi Kareem Sallallahu addressed the Sahaba, he said to them, قَدْ أَضَلَّكُمْ شَهْرٌ عَظِيمٌ A very great month has come upon you. What extent of that greatness is in our hearts? So now one is we have to acquaint ourselves with what is the greatness of Ramadan. So we understand that this is not an ordinary month coming. The sun will rise like the day before Ramadan on the 29th of Shaban, how the sun rose and how it set that sun will rise on the 1st of Ramadan in a similar manner and will set in a similar manner. The night before the month of Ramadan came in, how that night, what time was sunset and the next morning was sunrise, that night will also be same time. But there's a world of difference between the day before Ramadan and the first of Ramadan. It's the distance between the heavens and the earth. Outwardly everything seems the same, but it is worlds apart. So now, to know the importance of this, to know it's not just the ordinary time. We have to acquaint ourselves the talim of the kitab, fadail Ramadan, the virtues of Ramadan. We should be reading it, read it to our families, so that everybody becomes acquainted that this is no ordinary time and they have to prepare for it. So what is the preparation? So mashallah, this kitab will give us a lot of preparation, mental, spiritual, and then in every dimension, but just to touch on two or three things now. One is the preparation starts off with an intention. When a person now is heading towards some important time, a businessman is heading towards December, so long in advance, six months in advance, there's an intention that I need to do something. I need to maximize the business in that period of time because it's a business opportunity. So now he's already planning and that intention is there that this is what we need to do. He's putting some targets in place. And if it's a bigger business and he has people working under him, and he's sitting with them and what's your target? There's an intention. What sales you gonna do? So there's a big plan, there's intentions, there's targets. So likewise we have to start off with a genuine intention for the month of Ramadan. The intention that I'm gonna use this month correctly. The intention that I'm gonna to try to achieve the purpose and objective of this month. But Allah Ta'ala has blessed the month of Ramadan for so that we acquire taqwa, we become conscious of Allah Ta'ala, we conduct our lives in the obedience of Allah Ta'ala. The intention that I want to achieve this. Person who's, I just do business, I don't know intention for it, there's no targets about it, there's no purpose in it, it's just because I want to keep myself occupied, that business will run now. But the person who has a purpose, he has an objective, he's got genuine intentions, he's making targets, 
he's setting up things, he's ordering money in advance, all kinds of things are happening to try and maximize the profits in that time. So likewise, it starts off with an intention. And then that intention coupled with dua, we just discussed dua already. So now that intention is not just, just to tick the box. When there's an intention and it's genuine, then it's followed up with some action also. So now the first action is dua. So daily dua. Now this repetition of that dua, after every salah at other times, asking Allah Ta'ala to keep us safe for Ramadan, enable us to use the month of Ramadan correctly, bless us with the tawfiq of acquiring the objective of Ramadan. Now every day, repeatedly in the day the person is making that dua, inshallah this itself will spur him to start doing something. So the general intention, a firm determination. And Allah knows best what's the position, whether we even are around to see Ramadan. It's still three weeks away, it might be one day away. We have no guarantee. How many people were present last year in Ramadan? They already gone. How many people that we knew, people that were healthy and fit, and suddenly before Ramadan they were gone? Allah knows best where we are around. But if we have made a genuine intention, a determination, فَمَنْ حَمَّ بِحَسَنَةٍ فَلَمْ يَعْمَلْهَا كَتَبَهَ اللَّهُ عِنْدَهُ حَسَنَةً كَامِلَةً Nabi Karim says, the person who's made a good intention, I want to do this good. And then the opportunity did not come. Like he had this determination, I'm going to spend Ramadan correctly. I'm going to make maximum tilawat. I'm going to try and earn the purpose of Ramadan. Allah willed that his life went away before Ramadan came. Allah will write for him a full reward of all those actions that he was determined to do. So subhanAllah, person didn't even then see Ramadan, but he got the reward of so many good things. So now one is intention, determination, a firm intention. That even requires some mental planning. And Allah gives talking, a person actually puts it down. This is how I will structure my day. This is the amount of tilawat I'm going to do daily. I'm going to dedicate this time for dua. Why this time for dua? Because the month of Ramadan is such a time that Allah Ta'ala, there are those special angels. In Allah's system, Allah has appointed angels for various tasks. Allah Ta'ala has some angels that hold aloft the arsh of Allah Ta'ala. In the month of Ramadan, Allah Ta'ala assigns an additional duty to them. Can we imagine such special angels and the special duty that they are assigned with is that you say Ameen to the du'as of the fasting person. You say Ameen to the du'as of the fasting person. Now these angels are saying Ameen but this Bitara fasting person the whole day when he didn't spend any time in du'a. The time of Iftar before that he's sitting and talking to somebody. And he lost out on such a great thing. So now, this is the dua that we know, this is such a special time. So now to, to make this, even write down, this time is dedicated for dua. The time of tahajjud, we make for sahri. That is the time Allah Ta'ala Himself calls up. That is there anybody asking that I may grant what he's asking for? Somebody is seeking forgiveness. Somebody is asking for risk. I will bless him with that risk. The time of tahajjud is the time to ask. Allah is Himself calling up. So now, setting up times, this is a time for dua, this is a time for tilawat of the Qur'an Tareem. Okay, I'll be working from this time to this time, but I need to structure my time. Allah knows best whether we're living or not, we'll still get the reward of all these amal if you go on. Then the second thing is, Tawbah. 
part of preparation for Ramadan is sincere toba from whatever has when we faltered, what mistakes we made, when we slipped up, sincere toba from now and repeated istighfar. Toba requires that a person he gives up the wrong, he feels deep remorse and regret. Why did I do something like this? Allah's command, Allah feeds me, Allah is keeping me surviving. Every breath I take is Allah's grace. For one moment that I can't breathe anymore, I become like a fish out of water. All the bounties of Allah Taala, countless ni'mats, and I responded in this way. I do somebody two favors, and the person just ignores me a little bit, didn't even look at me when I passed him. That's a major offense. Because I did him two favors now, I did some small little favor to him. Allah blessed us with everything, and we didn't respond to his commands. We transgressed his laws, we trampled his commands, blatantly sinned like as if nothing was happening. As if now Allah that I wasn't aware. So to feel that regret and remorse now. Allah's doors of of forgiveness are still wide open. As long as there's life, there's still hope to come back to Allah from now. That is part of the cleaning process. One person pitched up at some invitation. Whether he was invited or not, Allah knows. But whatever his story was, he pitched up there very dirty, completely dirty. The host saw him coming from outside, he was still coming. The host saw him, he said, somebody please just get this one out of the way. This fellow is coming in this manner, whether he was invited or Allah knows. He said, whatever his problem is, please just, just get him out of the way. him some underground, go buy something somewhere. He didn't want to allow a dirty person to come into his little gathering. Our dirty hearts we go in with Ramadan, this becomes a big barrier from the tawfiq of Allah Ta'ala in Ramadan. Sins shackle a person. And now the shackled person can't move. So now he might have some good intentions, but if the person is shackled, he wants to go somewhere, but he's shackled, where is he going to go? Sins shackle a person from doing something that is good. Now that shackles are too heavy to move, there's a weight on his hands. He'll be able to hold the phone for a long time and press buttons. But he can't raise it up for dua. If the Imam Sabri five minutes dua, I say, it's fully wrong for him. That hands become too heavy in dua. It's very heavy to carry the Quran Sharif for a few minutes. But we carry something else for one. Because the weight of sins, it drags the person down. وَلَكِنْ كَرِهَ اللَّهُمْ بِعَاثَهُمْ فَثَبَّطَهُمْ وَقِيلَ قُدُوا مَعَ الْقَاعِدِينَ Sins drag a person down. Now he can't make tilawat, he can't make dua, he can't make zikr. His fasting also like a burden, just trying to get done with it. And he's waiting for Ramadan like a person bracing himself. Now hey, this is just, I hope it just goes on quickly. Whereas Ramadan is to be anticipated with expectation, with zeal, with excitement building up with each day that comes closer. So now what is the thing that holds a person back and drags him down? It's sins. So to make sincere toba for now, and to come back to Allah Ta'ala, that will make Ramadan productive for a person. Then he'll be able to come to the Masjid for Tarawih Salah with eagerness. Then he'll wake up for Sari in a very, very eager manner. And he will be, every day that passes in Ramadan will be like a sadness now, another one day is gone. 
So now in order to maximize the benefit of Ramadan, Toba, sincere Toba, then he'll be able to replace screen time with Quran time. Otherwise Allah forbid screen time in Ramadan too will still be three hours and four hours and five hours and Quran time zero time. One minute or ten minutes or half an hour, he will give a great favor to Allah Ta'ala and that screen time still didn't stop. But if that Toba is made sincerely now, Inshallah screen time will get replaced with Quran time. And this is supposed to be a part of our daily life. If we just take stock of ourselves, how about screen time? Everybody's got their records on their own phones. Let's go back, it's 30 days only. Average screen time per day. And what's the average Quran time per day? Allah's kalam. What is the average zikr time per day? Taking Allah's name on the tongue. What is the average dua time? Taking from Allah who grants us everything. But the average screen time is 3 hours and 4 hours and 5 hours, subhanAllah. So now this needs this, we need to start preparing for Ramadan, this is the third preparation actually, to start making ourselves accustomed to what we're supposed to do in Ramadan from now. Like for example, few days we get, Allah give us coffee, we start fasting now, two days, two, three days, if not more than that. Though for us the second half of Shaaban we have been advised to avoid fasting to keep the strength for Ramadan. For ordinary people like us, the second half of Shaaban we have to build up the strength. This is also part of preparation for Ramadan. But then now together with that, we need to be maximizing tilawat in Ramadan, we start up from now. We need to dedicate time for dua, we start of dua from now. We need to start dedicating time for zikr in the month of Ramadan, we start of now. Person wants to run the marathon and he starts training one month before that, how far is it around? It's a futile thing. Nothing to achieve out of it. But he's practicing six months in advance. Training six months in advance to run on a marathon somewhere. We want to gain the closeness of Allah Ta'ala, become the true friends of Allah Ta'ala. And that is the only thing that's going to be of avail to us. Allah inna awliya Allah, la khawfun alayhim wa la hum yahzinu. Allah Ta'ala says it is his friends alone. La khawfun alayhim wa la hum yahzinun. When the time comes to leave this world, it's the awliya of Allah. They will have no fear and no grief. And that is the crucial moment. And Allah knows best whether it comes today or tomorrow or when it comes, nobody knows. We have to build our friendship with Allah Ta'ala before that. And that friendship is indeed Amal. Coming back to Allah Ta'ala, sincere Tawbah, Astighfar, and this preparation for this Mubarak month of Ramadan, Allah Ta'ala give me and all of us a tawfiq, that we make these firm determinations, we make sincere Tawbah, we come to Amal from now, and we build up this momentum for Ramadan. Allah Ta'ala make Ramadan a very, very productive month for us, a very a month where we get spiritually elevated, tremendously inspired to turn to Allah Ta'ala and bless us with the true objective of Ramadan, that we become muttaqi wa akhir da'wana alhamdulillah.